Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, she uh, walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. You. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. Hey. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Yeah. You are in. You are in the deeper side of Fry Dudes as we take a hard look and strive to make sense of this broken planet, what works in life, and what doesn't. Um, COVID, non-COVID, some of you have struggled mightily before this thing even hit. Some of you have been struggling with cancer and depression and um, what has worked and what has not on that journey. Divorce, etc. These guys get real, they get raw, and they're pursuing truth in what works. So here you go. All right, welcome back to Fry Dudes. Yep. We got we got the uh, the ragtag bunch of fly dudes back, and uh, for those by the way that are tuned in, sorry, I should I always do this before we record. Go ahead and mute until you're ready to speak or, or until I call on you. And then thank you. We'll get rid of that background noise. So we got Hero back from the Philippines. We'll see if we can get him uh, to speak up <laughs> next twenty. No pressure, Hero. No pressure. Um, but no, we, we, of course it's impossible not to talk about what's going on in the world today. And a lot of you, this is what you're escaping and you're probably going to some podcasts because, so you don't have to go there, but we are going to go there today. So just as a heads up and Casey jogging, Jesus brought something up very interesting to me because, uh, we've always had a theme here at Fry Dudes before this pandemic even hit. We've actually been at this 20 years. Some of us, um, we train our souls. We train our souls for tough times. We are getting ready for life. We're training for the hard times. And um, and for some of you, that doesn't happen or you, you have a rude wake-up call. And um, But pandemic or no pandemic, some of you already had your own version of a pandemic. Some of you have lost children. We have lost children within this group. We've had, uh, of course, cancer. We battle with cancer. We battle with bankruptcies. We battle with people who have divorced. Um, and that's, that is part of why we're gathering here. This is, this is exactly what Fry Dudes is about, is we train our souls to better handle those tough times than have a group around us and then forming a group around us that can be accountable but also can have our backs when uh, tough times hit. And once you finally go through it, great. But the, the weird part, and sorry, Casey, I'm teeing you up. The peace that we can show sometimes when it's hard time can be misread as we don't care. But the peace that you're seeing is, oh, we, we've been getting ready. We, 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 this is more of a, we, we've been kind of practicing and training already. Where for some of you, your world is now suddenly turned upside down. And you don't, you're, you're confused and disillusioned. Um and I want to make light of that. It's very serious. I told you on the coronavirus breakdown on 229, take your life very seriously. This is a time to take it very seriously. So we're not just talking about this world. We're talking about eternity after it. So, okay. Definitely feeling the reins to pull back. Um, jogging Jesus, I'm going to tee you up a little bit. And then any other fry dude, man, this is, this is your moment if you want to, 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 to bring in your wisdom on us. Yeah, so... I guess for me, for a long time now, well, I, I love history. Yeah, me too. And so I, I read a decent amount. I wouldn't say I'm a scholar at it at all. But if you read enough history, what you'll see is you'll see uh, 
that the world constant every generation or every hundred years has their trial. And mm. so in, in 1918, the Spanish flu hit, which was actually, I mean, it was, it was horrific. It killed between, uh, 150 to 200 million people. And this is right around the, uh, the time that world war one is, is happening and then the Great Depression right after that, and World War II. And so it's, it's this thought that, well, okay, so let me back up here. My wife has been telling me about two weeks ago, she was, she was telling me how she doesn't think that we're going to survive this or that, that this is going to be the thing that takes us out. Oh, wow. And, well, and she didn't say it that bluntly, but anytime we talked about anything to do with the future, she's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we will, maybe we'll see that, or maybe we'll make it there, but I doubt it. Oh, wow. And, and so I just had to go back and remind her of the Spanish flu and what, what we were able to overcome from that, which by the way, epidemiology came from the Spanish flu. It came in 1920 where we actually started having disease control or we started looking into disease control right after the Spanish flu. And so we would not be as prepared for what we're going through today if it weren't for what happened a hundred years ago. And so with this mindset of every hundred years, something bad happens, something big happens. I'm just, I've just been sitting for years going, when's our time coming? What's going to happen? Even Jesus says, many trials will come against you. So don't be perplexed when they come because, because this is why I'm telling you so that you are prepared when they come. And now he's talking about the persecution of the church, but I also take this as storms are going to come. That's right. And so Maybe, maybe that's going to be a loss of a child, God forbid, or maybe that's going to be a pandemic, or maybe that's going to be a war. But trials are going to come, and don't lose your mind when it happens. And so I've been living in this world, and I've been feeling this peace about it. And so now when this all comes, um, it, it feels much more like I'm inviting people into my world, or people are starting to see this world that I've been kind of living in for a while. And, and my wife pointed out something that my piece actually comes off as me being condescending or pretentious in a way. Mm. And so that's something that I have to, I agree. I, I have to really work on. I, I need to be much more empathetic, which Nate would also probably point out. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so, yeah, I, I had to drop for a bit, and I just came back on. That was the very first thing I earned. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's crazy timing. But no, I, I, uh, Casey, thank you. I think what, what what I hear there is yes, this group here, for the most part, we're tuning in. We we've already we're already contemplating death, right? We you even mentioned talking about not a fatalist thinking. I'll just call it a realistic thinking. You're like, okay, God, thank you for this day. Got another day, another opportunity to make a difference. As I drive to work. This could be it, right? 
I mean, it just it, it's and it it's not out of worry. It's more just out of uh, a piece of like it could be any time. I don't know when it's going to be, but uh, God, you know, right? Well, it- another thing out of that, uh, something that I was telling my wife is, I I also. I start my day out in gratitude and this is, if you're feeling anxious, if anyone out there is feeling anxious, this, this is something that's really helped me. I do struggle with anxiety. Hmm. Um, I have for many years, uh, panic and depression and anxiety run strong in my family. Hmm. Um, but I would say I'm overall a very peaceful person. And so I start out my day with gratitude. I, I try and think of 10 things new or fairly new, um, every day and just lift them to God and just praise God. And maybe that's just, man, my kids are healthier. I have food or I have shelter over my head or, or yeah, it might be snowing out, but I can turn up the heat in my house if I want. Um, but then what I was telling my wife on this driving thing is what if, what if us staying home, what if that saved my life? Like what if I would have gotten into a car accident the day after lockdown happened, if, if lockdown didn't happen or, you know, there's always the other side of it. We always think that not being in isolation is the better option, but maybe we're completely wrong. Mm. So much there. I, uh, someone else is going to be destined here to speak up. I know, but, uh, I've got a firm pull on this people, listeners. Um, as, as I said, I said in that coronavirus break, breakdown initially, I said, we see the stats and they can change. And I, I'm just saying this is serious. Yes, there are people hurting and there are people dying. There are people dying every day, no matter what. We lost millions out of World War II, right? We lost millions in a Holocaust. Uh, we've had unfairness, injustice. We've had uh, people brutally murdered and raped. Um, where am I going with all this? There's a 100% chance we're going to die of something, okay? No dirt statement, but I just, it's like... Uh, this is this is part of the difference. This is kind of a, a paradigm shift of this. Yeah, this is scary and it's changing lives and it's got people upside down. But it's we. This is going to happen no matter what, whether it's COVID or something else. So, what are you doing today to make the most of this day for those that can make a difference? And uh, that's as you're getting that from Casey. There's there's a. A mentality, and I'm going to bring in some scripture, and I'll open it back up. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. Pray about everything. Give thanks for what's worth giving thanks. Lift up those worries, as stated before, and then you will start to experience God's peace. I'm telling you, it works, but you might have to lift that up a hundred times a day. And for those that do deal with depression, anxiety, that is very real. It's like me telling me to telling me to tell you to snap out of it is like telling me to tell you to snap out of cancer. It just it's not that easy for some of you. That's why we do need therapy. That's why we do need the medical professionals at time, and definitely why we need God. So, all right, back off my high horse. <laughs> Open it back up to the group. Who else has got next? Yeah, I love Casey. I love your um, comments about you know. I give thanks for 10 specific things each morning kind of to, to set your heart right. And, uh, there's a, there's a book that I was gifted. Um, that's fantastic called 1000 gifts by Ann Voskamp. Uh-huh. And this is her testimony about, she was challenged by a friend of hers to make a list over time of 1000 things to be thankful for. And so she talks about how that's just totally turned her heart 
and finding things like, okay, noticing the rainbow that's in a soap bubble as she's doing the dishes, right? And giving thanks for the minutia like that. And uh, how that, that foundation of giving thanks leads to grace, leads to joy, and leads to trust in the Lord. And so, you know, that's another, that's a practice I've been trying to do. I haven't done a thousand, uh, list of a thousand, but same thing, Casey, just thinking about, particularly in the morning, particularly when I start my prayers, first just going through as many things as I can think to be thankful for before then I turn into petitions. Mm. Thank you, finisher. That's amazing. Thank you very much for that. Who's got next? I think Tom. Uh, you know, one of the things that. Hold on. Let's go G. Go then we'll, we'll go G. Then we'll go Hot Rod. Sorry, Hot Rod. Um, just something I was thinking about was, you know, where do you get your truth from? Mm. Um, we we've got all these sources of information coming at us constantly. We're <laughs> never detached from it. So, so I think about this, and and if you've got worry from the information you're receiving, somebody has control over you. Mm. Okay. If you're in the truth, if you're in the Bible, if you make a conscious effort to be intimate with that for a portion of your day, I think that truth will set a lot of that worry aside. So um, I, I just get really concerned. Our society is so controlled by people that may not have good intentions yeah um and 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 i just think people need to be more aware of that gee i love that so much and those that tuned in last week on friday uh that's the same g and because you're speaking from a direct experience right you started your day off with news and uh the hell that's going on in the world right and the controversy and the arguments politically and that's how you're starting out the day. And of course, that's going to rattle you, right? I mean, that's only going to raise up your anxiety level. And now what this wasn't part of your life, well, at least not starting off. Gee, sorry, I might be putting words in your mouth. So please correct me. What you're saying is you, no, switch, right you switch that up. You start putting God first, um, the word first, tuning into peace, reading in. And that's been a massive game changer for you, correct? Huge, huge game changer. Um, can't even explain the difference. It's, 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 um, it's been, it's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you, G. So the listener, hot rod, you're on deck. The listener, if you're waking up, um, yeah, how you start your day and, and that's definitely going to have a tone on the rest of your day. Thank you, G. That's huge. Hot rod. What do you got, my man? Yeah, actually right along the same lines. One of the, you know, I'm a very social person, but I work alone. So then when I come home and it's quarantine, I got, you know, the three minions and my wife, um, <laughs> social media, which as you guys know, over the past four years, if you've been in dudes, that's, that's an addiction of mine. That's a deterrent in my life. That's a, it's a time suck and a life suck out of me. Um, but with no other outlet, you know, it's where you turn mm. and the scary, frustrating, um, the hard part about it is, you know, we went from a time where everybody's a, a you know, a virus expert yeah, right. <laughs> to a time where now it's shifting and it's going away from the virus expert to the political expert, right? And it's not even so much normal politics. It's back into our old routine of bashing and hating and just vicious stuff, both sides. So then you just get this 
I feel bombarded with this negativity in the only outlet that I have. And it trickles over into the home life. We might be a little shorter with the kids. And, but then, you know, hearing, um, Mark is about like finding the good in soap bubbles. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and f- sitting with, sitting with truth, you know, in your, in your information, it just, it was nice to be kind of brought back into that when you're, when you're bombarded with kind of a negative, neg- negative, negative, and, and it's grinding away on you because you don't want that in your life, but it's all you get. But to be able to take a step back and just kind of observe the good in life. Mm, I love that, Rod. Thank you so much. And uh, talking about being able to just see the good in things um, the is truth, right? And um let me tie back in in a weird way, but again, for this pandemic, when I, when I get news or I hear a rumor, right? For example, ibuprofen. I went straight to the CDC. They are the experts, right? Dr. Fauci is one of the lead experts. Um, I trust what's coming out of there way more than, than out of Fox or CNN or someone else. That's where I go to try to validate that and get that perspective in truth. And when it comes to life, where I personally go is I, I absolutely go to the Bible. like, And then you learn, okay, there are hard times and there's going to be a purpose for hard times. And we have a hundred percent chance of dying of something and look for the good. There will be good coming out of bad for those that seek God. And um, as small as example as looking at the beauty of a bubble or the, or the sounds of birds when they wake up in the morning, you start, you realize the good that does surround and you don't focus so much on the bad because when you just focus on the bad, that is uh, a depressing, dark life. Okay. Quite, Final yeah. thoughts. Tom, One minute challenge. Yes. Tom, you uh, are very right. I, um, I spent a lot of years focusing on the bad. And, um, you know, I didn't have Jesus in my life um, until really truly maybe a couple of maybe a few years ago and uh, as I started practicing um, thankfulness a little bit here and there you know gratitudes uh, it, it really has made a difference as you know um, and I I really hate you know you know I have to apologize again because I you know I know you say don't apologize but I but I do because <laughs> I, I kind of get deep into my into my own life and and, and talk too much probably. But, um, you know, when I was, when I was a little kid, um, you know, everything was perfect. And, uh, Mm. and, and then, and then I was 12 and my mom died, Mm. um, very suddenly of, uh, suicide. And, uh, and as you know, I found her and that kind of set a tone. Um, but before she died, um, she brought me to church um, sent me on a, a bus called the Joy Bus uh, to to uh, to uh, to a Church of Christ down the street from my my house, and introduced me to to God. Mm. And uh, you know, it took me a lot of years. Um, even though I was saved when I was eighteen, it took me a lot of years to start trusting God. And, and I think in the past year and a half or so, I've really fully embraced Him. And, uh, and I've really fully begun, begun to um, recognize that he's 
in control and that he has um, my, his plans for me are good. Mm. Uh, that's, that's very, it's very difficult to, to sit and be thankful for the things that I've had happen in my life. Um, the bicycle accidents, the, the divorce, the finding my mom dead, Mm. um, you know, things like that. But, um, here's the truth is that, um, you know, barring some horrible accident, I'm still, I'm still here. Mm. (laughs) And, and, uh, 47 years later, you know, and, and, um, you know, I could keep going with fatalistic thinking. Um, but I choose, um, not to live that way. I choose to thank him as much as I can remember to do. Um, I, I look around and I complain about the, my, my situation, but the truth is I, like Casey says, I've got a, I've got a home. I've got a heater. I've got a roof. I've got food. I've got a girlfriend now. And, and, and I've got friends and, um, and honestly, if it wasn't for you guys, I probably wouldn't be around. Um, that's, you're at least 50% of the reason why I'm still around. Wow. Jared, my man, holy smokes. Um, wow. I bit speechless. Thank you, my man. That is many, many with those words. This is Nate. That gave me goosebumps, Jared. Um, I got out of my car and I'm walking into work. And that, that just gave me goosebumps because you sound different. Hmm. You're speaking differently. You are literally um, being changed in front of our eyes and our ears. And oh, he's, that's just, he's, yeah. it's just an immediate phrase report from 90 seconds ago to right now that we give thanks for you, Jared. Hmm. Big time. You know, I, again, I'm going back to the cliche, easy to debate God, very hard to argue results. You're, you're, you're hearing, at least those listening, you're hearing about lives being changed and getting better and getting stronger. It doesn't mean it's all perfect. I'll go full circle back to Casey here as we'll wrap up. Uh, and anyone else that wants a final thought, one minute challenge. Depression. Talking about being real in the world before the pandemic, we already knew depression takes millions, Right. And I am smart enough. I'm a child of a psychologist. I'm not a psychologist. I want to be, but I'm not. But I am smart enough to know depression is as real as cancer. And it takes millions of lives. It takes millions of lives. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's serious. It's serious. It's just as serious as this pandemic. But this pandemic obviously is what's gripped us right now. There's more serious stuff going on and um, around us. So how do we handle it? How are we dealing with it? How do we train for it? How do we rally around each other and support each other? Um, and letting letting go and letting God some more, right? Um, Casey and anyone else, final thoughts and we'll wrap this. Yeah, yeah so, I've got one, oh, you know. Oh, oh, uh, right. oh sorry, Case. Um, no, you're good. Go ahead, Bo. You know, I, I, I began this current journey back in 2014 and and uh with a major depression and anxiety and and um um i actually attempted suicide and of course didn't tell my wife for about three months and and uh but over the course of these years i've gone back to bible verses that 
deal with depression, anxiety, and so on and so forth. And there's there's one in particular. So I've started to read them again, mm. these Bible verses. But there's one in particular from Philippians 4, um, uh, 4 through 7. And, it, and it's always kind of been on my heart. I always kind of remember to go back to this. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all all comprehension, will, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Mm. And uh, you, it, it, that is so profound and and so true that, you know, given this pandemic, if we lift him up to just help us through this, he's going to be right next to us and he's going to help guide us and, and help our minds. And, you know, Tom, you were, you were, you were talking about, Depression, you know, in Minnesota alone, it's the second leading cause of death between 15 and 36-year-olds. Yeah. Suicide. That is a pandemic and, in itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and that's just in Minnesota. And, um, uh, you know, I pray for all those currently now dealing with depression, maybe for the first time, not knowing what to do and 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 they feel this pain that they can't explain and if they're not connected with god you know if if we get a chance we need to plant that seed so Mm. they can turn to god and kind of help them through this period of time which is so important bold and bold such a confession now listener you've heard two guys talk about Mm -hmm. contemplating taking your life i know there's more and to be continued when those guys want to further speak up you're not alone you're Mm -hmm. not alone but just be inspired by these guys that there is hope there's light encouragement despite the darkness and uh, learn from Mm -hmm. these guys learn from them casey you had some final thoughts uh yeah i was Whether yeah, to go okay, that direction I'll, or not? Okay. I'll, I just want to read. <laughs> I, I was just trying to determine which way I wanted to go with this. Um, so let me read. I know a lot of scripture has been thrown out, but here here's one more that that really resonates with me. It's Romans 5, 1 through 5. Mm, bring it. There, oh, yeah. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we, rejo- we, we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, and so I think we I think we tend to think that trials are are a bad thing. 
But that's because we have this mindset, and I've said this before, that's because we have this mindset that our 80 years here on this earth is what really matters, is what what the purpose is. The purpose of our 80 years on this earth is is in order to sanctify us, is, order, is in order to prepare our hearts to spend eternity with God. It's not for us to try and gather as much of this earth as we can possibly get. And so these trials make us stronger spiritually if you allow them. So either these trials can be a wave that will drown you, or they're going to be a a wave that you can surf on that is going to cause you to grow closer to God. And that's, that's what, that's the way that I view this world. Oh man, geez, you love the, the love that final a couple sentences. I can guarantee you that that's so strong, Casey and Bold and uh, Jared and uh, Finisher and the Rustia man. I just can't thank you enough. This is a gift. It's such a gift. And thank you guys for being bold enough to share this for others to hear it around the world. All right, that's a perfect note to end on. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for joining Fry Dudes this week. Ah, deep. If you made it this far, I I hope you, I bet you feel lighter. I hope you feel lighter. At least I hope you feel a bit wiser. And some of you, yeah, some of you have been affected by COVID-19 big time. You or someone you know is fighting for their lives or livelihoods. Truth, this is life. And prior to COVID-19, we had people already fighting for their lives or livelihoods or painfully experiencing major loss. Certain dudes have lost children, lost jobs, uh, lost marriages, battles with cancer, etc. And as you just witnessed, a few dudes boldly disclosed their battle with depression and anxiety and wanting to take their own lives. COVID-19 is serious, of course, but listen, as stated in that 229 episode of the coronavirus breakdown, right before crap hit the fan, by the way, you have a 100% chance of dying of something and for some of you this is a wake-up call and for others you already had your wake-up call long before this latest pandemic in fact if so on your heart i'm going to encourage you to reach out to that person that you know that has already gone through their own tragedy give them some encouragement shine some light on them and if needed apologize and just let them know hey you know I, i want to know where your heart's at and how you're doing and At least I have a better understanding, or at least a sliver of understanding of the pain that you have already endured. Truth. Hope works, and hopelessness sucks. Ending on a song note, a deep session like this should end on a deep song. If you try to make yourself a god, you will struggle mightily in tough times because there is no hope. It's just you and the flaws in this broken planet. Turn to God like these bold dudes speaking up and you will get hope to press on don't take my word for it challenge god on it ask for it start tuning more into the truth and set yourself free this song is called the blessing it's by a newer group at least to me and has quickly become one of my wife's favorites it is carrie job and hopefully i pronounced that correctly sorry carrie if i get that wrong cody carnes and elevation worship If you dig, please subscribe to them on your favorite streaming channel and give them some love and support. Now go, love, encourage, and shine.